Hey guys, what's up? It's your girl, Jay Amwa. Thank you so much for tuning into Jay Amwa Speaks Season 2. I know I took a nice little summer break and I'm so excited to be back with a fresh new season. For today's episode, I'm so blessed to be chatting with the talented Sam Boache. Sam is the founder and creative director of Quasi Paul. Quasi Paul is a vibrant women's and men's clothing line that infuses Sam's rich culture and classic style. On today's episode, we are going to be chatting about Sam's journey and how he stays committed and how you can stay committed in whatever industry you are passionate about. So without further ado, please help me in welcoming Sam. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> I like my audience. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> How yeah. are you, Sam? <laughs> I'm calling. Can't awesome, complain. awesome, awesome. And for those of you who don't know, Sam and I actually went to Buff State together. So shout out to our alma mater, Buff State, Bang Pride all day. You already know. So yes, I'm so excited to have you on. And Sam, just, you know, just like as a background story, I've honestly been following your journey for years. I remember even back in school, you were always in the fashion shows. And I think even like after we graduated, I was like hosting a show and you were like one of the designers and you just always had so much drive and passion for fashion. So can you take us back? Like, how did your love for fashion even start? Yeah, um, to piggyback, I think you were the first host yeah 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 the first first show i ever did you hosted it yes and i think you were the first person i showed my sketches to yes i remember (laughs) yeah it was like a full circle yeah yeah i remember so i appreciate you for that i think you you actually the one that uh put the put the battery in everybody back um but as far as my passion for fashion is concerned honestly it hasn't been that long Right. I've always been around fashion. My mom, she went to FIT. She mm-hmm. was a designer. She used to do alteration. So oh, wow. I, I, I grew up with I grew up with the, the dress forms. I grew up with the, the needles hiding in the carpet and the sewing machine <laughs> on the kitchen table and fabric all over it. So it was always there. I just never paid attention to it because I didn't understand it at the time. Right. Um, but I always wanted to dress up. I always wanted to put on the suit. I always wanted to look good. I always wanted attention you yeah. know going into certain places when I was younger whether it's the the baby showers or like mm-hmm. the birthday parties when we was young or church church conventions mm-hmm. um and then it, I started taking it seriously when a friend approached me about helping him um we did some stuff that's when we started doing the shows we were um in a special place where we could um, get some stuff for Lashante. Right. Oh, wow. Some stuff, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Most. I remember that. I remember mm-hmm. that. I remember that. Yeah. Iman Shumpert, Tiana Taylor, wow. Tiara Thomas. And then um, I, I was like, yo, this, this, is, this stuff is kind of dope. Right, right, right. <laughs> I, just went, I just ran with it. So right, yeah, right. yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. Wow. So I guess in a way, it's kind of like you've always had this entrepreneur type spirit, right? Like, I feel like regardless, that was kind of like in you and like even with your mom being into fashion and things like that. Did you ever feel like you were like one day going to start your own business, but you maybe just didn't know what it was going to be or? Nah, I had hope dreams. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, I had hope dreams. Like I come from a very competitive neighborhood. So oh, yeah. like a lot of a lot of kids grew up playing ball there. A lot of them went to the NBA. But I mean, I, I only grew up to be like five nine. You know, so <laughs> that that went out the window. Oh my god. But um after I figured that that wasn't gonna happen, I was really focused on just trying to make 
my parents happy so trying to find something to help mm-hmm. fill the entrepreneurs entrepreneurial spirit mm-hmm. wasn't really my thing right. but I always wanted to make money mm-hmm. and then once I became true to myself like yo I don't I don't want to sit in that health office or I don't really want to deal with people like that right. in that particular space the fashion thing had come around and I was like oh people actually like what I do and right. I never understood like why but oh okay I'll make more and then <laughs> I made more and then I started trying to perfect my craft I, I went to school for tailoring I you know learned from the best I had some mentors and and that's really how it, it developed so the entrepreneurial spirit is is was fairly new to me wow wow and you know what I actually love that I think that that's also really good because it's like it shows that you can sometimes like the things that you don't realize can make business like you know like you can make a business out of it are the things that you enjoy doing and I think that's always the best like you even mentioned about like the health sector right like that wasn't really like telling what you really wanted to do you know what I mean it's like Uh yeah but it's like you could tell the fashion and that that was like it kind of just like even happened by accident but that was maybe what God knew that you were supposed to be doing you know so yeah yeah even to this day I'm like how did I end up there (laughs) right right so that's a really good point but I mean I also know like obviously you know starting your own business is definitely not an easy task there's so many moving parts so can you share some tips on like how you were able to navigate through that and even if someone is not in the fashion industry per se but they want to launch their own brand like what advice would you give them I would definitely um, say definitely be a student within the industry, mm. whether you get a mentor or a teacher or you do your research yourself, definitely be a student, um, learn the arts, learn the history, learn what's going on, learn what's going to happen in the future. Um, two, I would also say make it personal. So when I say make it personal, like don't just do it for the money, like the money will come, right? But just mm-hmm. make sure it is actually your passion. Right. Um, and then when it when you when it does become your passion, make it personal because nobody can blueprint your DNA. And, and I'm a firm believer that you should always implement your DNA within your brand. Gucci mm. does it. That's Gucci is named after somebody. Right. You know, um, your Vez Laurent, that's he's named after somebody. Um, Louis Vuitton, that's a person. You right. know, like all of these brands are personal. Pierre Moss, that's a hybrid of his um I believe it was like a hybrid of his mother's name something like that maybe right. wrong Rich Manisi that is Rich Manisi so like always make it personal you know and it doesn't have to be you naming your brand after yourselves daily paper um that's personal because all of them are from Africa so they all intertwine their cultures into the brand um and then definitely I mean obviously funding <laughs> <You know? laughs> right so let's, let's be real like a fashion brand is not easy at all at all you know so you got to find the money um sometimes it involves you working a nine-to-five and I still work a nine-to-five right. it just so happens that my my nine-to-five is in fashion so I don't feel that mm. I'm you know I'm Clark Kent and Superman but right um and then just being consistent um really taking in all the uh, failures, the, the losses and the wins. There'll be a lot of losses, but the wins will make up for it. And then when you get 
to a certain level, don't be afraid to build a team around you. Mm. Um, you can go a long way by yourself, but you will go farther That's with true. a team. You can't wear all the hats because you, you will get overwhelmed yeah yeah that's wow that's drop some nuggets right there sam and i think that's really really profound and i mean i'm i'm also learning too and i and i love the part that you also made about like you know just always being a student right like you're always learning and i think that i mean i'm taking that note as well right like we all don't know it all right like as much as we think oh yeah i'm really good at that it's it's always good and i i guess in a way it's humbling right to always say that i'm Mm -hmm. always going to be a student that's how you grow and even having a team right like you it doesn't mean that like, oh, you don't know what you're doing. It means that you want to grow. You want to learn from other people. And they could be younger than you. Too. Let me tell you, the people that some of the people that I asked to help me, these little Generation Z, they know how to do all this stuff. Like, you know, they're so good and they're so talented. So I think that's so important to like have a team of people that are maybe better at some areas that you're not that great in that you can also learn from. You know, so yeah. I think that's a that's a very good point. And you did mention ego kills ego yeah. ego kills businesses. So you gotta that's put your right. egos off. That is so true. And you made a good point about just like even the name and like the meaning behind it and making it personal. And I know your brand is also very personal to you, even the name. So can you just talk to us a little bit about how you came up with the name and like what inspired it, and just so that we get a better understanding of Quasi Paul. Yeah, so Quincy Paul is very young. We've only been around for a year, but I've I've obviously dabbled in in the industry, quote unquote, for some time working mm-hmm. with the company I am with right now. Um, having a startup brand, Lee of Culture, that you might be familiar with and helping other people. But I like I said, I, I wanted to make it personal. Um so Quincy Paul, it's a hybrid of my mother and my father's name. So my, my dad, he was called Quincy, and my mom, Paulina short for mm. um, long for Paul and my grandfather's name was actually Paul wow. um but it's also a representation of both cultures that I come from Paul is considered a westernized name mm. whereas Quasi is considered a western you know African west west African yes you know yes name, you know and I, I live in both worlds I constantly go in between both worlds I come from both worlds I'm I'm a product of the friction from both of those worlds. So I wanted to explore that friction in between those both worlds. And that's that's how the name Quasi Paul came. Wow. I love that. That's so dope. And I think that's really cool. Just the hybrid of the two. And like, you know, like you were able to even implement your family and just the culture, I think is so, so important. So I love that. I really do. Um, but I do know that, you know, having your own business, starting your own brand comes with a lot of challenges and even some haters. Um, so how do you navigate through that, especially, you know, when things don't go as planned like how do you stay consistent and inspired about what you're doing just gotta pick your head up Mm. um you know you just got to keep your head at the finish line you just have to know going in that not every day is going to be a great day you're going to lose a lot of money you're you're gonna lose a lot of trust in people um people are going to let you down but you you can't really hold anybody else accountable but yourself you can't Mm. have that over your head um it's not easy. It's not a overnight thing. Some people see overnight success, but I mean, look at Telfar. People think Telfar came out a year ago or two right. years ago. We've been doing this for a minute. Right. You know, I think it was 05 maybe or wow. some, or it could have been 2000. I just know that he's not new to this game, <laughs> right. but 
everybody's with a telephone back. Everybody got telephone there, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. their conversations. So, yeah, and as far as the haters, I don't pay attention to them. I honestly don't Period. think I have haters. And if I do, I'm not aware of them. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, what am I going to do? <laughs> you know, like, if you like my stuff, you like my stuff. If you don't, you don't. If you like me, you like me. If you don't Period. like me, then that's not my business. Period. And you know what? I love that. And I think that shows how much you are focused on what you're doing, right? Because I do feel like, and you know, I think that's an important piece because, you know, anytime, especially as a creative, I don't know about you, but like, I get so passionate and like, you know, like this is like my little baby, whatever I'm doing. And so I do feel like, you know, not everyone, I always say you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea, right? And that shouldn't discourage you from what you're doing. You know, I think there are some people like, if someone doesn't support them or family member or friend, they feel like, oh, you hate it or oh, da, da, da. that really shouldn't discourage you. You know, like you said, you don't even know if you have them. And that's true. You know, like sometimes you see people post all oh, my haters. I'm like, how do you know you got haters? Maybe they just really don't like what you have, but it doesn't mean they're a hater. You know what I mean? I, feel no, like I honestly feel like people look for haters. Yeah, like they love right. like you be like tro like scrolling to troll them. Like I I I think that's crazy. I think people feel like when you have like haters, it shows like yeah, I'm at a level. Like <laughs> yeah, like, like dude, nobody's checking for you. Like you know, I think I think a lot of them people really need therapy. Like you I'm know, telling so you, it's real. One person, yeah, one person hurt them, and all of a sudden they think the whole world is against them. Exactly, right? exactly. And I think that hopefully that will encourage anybody that like you know if someone says oh no. Nah, I don't really think that's okay. I don't like that. It doesn't necessarily mean they're a hater. You know, they probably are just being honest and they just don't like that, but that shouldn't. And then I'm sure there are people who genuinely, even if they liked it, they would say they don't. That's them. You know, like, like, Sam, right. like you said, you have to keep your head going. You can't be focused on the naysayers, you know, that's going to slow you down. So oh, I, I definitely feel you on that hundred percent. And then there's so many other people cheering you on. So like, why are you going to listen to those few people that are just bored and miserable you know so exactly, exactly. and never made sense to me it did, right right like it's just a waste of time honestly like hating right. doesn't add any value to you or your success so that's exactly. a fact that's a fact well well you know on jmr speaks you know we're gonna pivot here because i got you ladies you know you know oh we always God. like <laughs> Oh my God. we like to keep it real you know so mm -hmm. the ladies want to know i'm just saying on behalf of them because they were saying you know the people um they know you're very stylish handsome successful guy so you know we just want to know who's the lucky lady in your life and we already know is your mom we know she's on the uh, list so minus her so give us the tea or like the tea back my grandmother my oh aunt, nah 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 my <laughs> landlord your landlord. Like, Every uh, other female that you have no blood relation. <laughs> no blood, my I'm not related. Okay, to my anytime really. No, no, don't even like go there. Jewish, <laughs> Jewish lady. <laughs> oh my. Okay, so maybe you don't have to, you know, drop any names. But what are you looking for, like in terms of, like, you know, this is just a pivot because I was That's just a told. Question. That's a better question. Exactly, because you know, I just had to throw in a little salt in this thing. Yeah, you know? I mean, I'm. Yeah, I mean, what am I looking for? I don't know. Like, I really don't know. Like, I mean, I don't know. I really don't know. Like, I I, I don't know how to answer that question. Answer I don't it, know. People if, I don't they know. won't know. Girls yeah, won't no, know. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's my season. No, I honestly don't really know if it's my season right now. I'm mm. so locked in. Mm. And, I, you know, I, I try to date, you know, talk right. to people. 
you know, we go out, eat, like whatever, chill, have conversations. But for me to really be locked in and, and find my person, I got to be realistic. I got to be real. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I know it's going to happen, but Amen. I think in the season I'm in, I'm so locked in. Period. My mindset really hasn't been there. I, I hope they do come along, yeah. you know? And I mean, I guess I hope they understand what I do, even if they don't understand what I do, they appreciate it. Obviously, God fearing, that's like the base. Mm-hmm. Um, loyal, you know, sense of humor definitely um, is cultured. Yeah. Um, I, and I love, I love my black woman. <laughs> so, like, Period. Yeah, ladies, I'm, I'm helping y'all. I'm helping y'all. You yeah, y'all can so. slide in DM, slide in the <laughs> <laughs> So they gotta buy a shirt first. <laughs> Everybody sh- <laughs> you are too African. <laughs> oh my god. No, but it's true. And you know what? I, I love that, Sam. And I think that is such a great thing that you said too, especially for a lot of young people, young adults, right? Like I think that yes, marriage is beautiful. And it's like, honestly, a, a, a blessing, right? But I do yeah. feel like, you know, it's important that, you know, especially if you're a creative or, you know, business person, whatever it is that you also, you know, plan accordingly on your career, right? Like, I think people mm-hmm. sometimes get so caught up in social media, like, oh my God, everybody's dating, da, 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 da. And, and that's a blessing, like no shade to anybody. I think I'm like the first person like, oh my God, I'm so happy for you, you know? But at the same <laughs> time, <laughs> it's important that people realize that you also have a different a different season. Maybe your season right now is to establish your business and God knows in a year or two, then that'll be your season for dating or for marriage or whatever it is, you know? So I love that you said that, you know what I mean? I think that's a very important thing. And especially for both guys and girls, whatever you're doing, you want to make sure that the person you're with also understands you, even if they're not in the same industry, but they can respect what you're doing. They understand, okay, maybe he has to work late. Maybe he's always going to be on the phone with different vendors or whatever, you know, like that's a real thing, especially for a life partner, you know? So I think what you said, Mm -hmm. especially God fearing, you know, you need a lot of prayer with everything that you're doing. This industry and any business industry is cutthroat, you know? So you you need that holy oil child you need that, that that holy ghost fire so i definitely i definitely feel you on that so that's amazing um and it's crazy because i'm like oh my god i can't believe i'm so sad we're like almost running out of time this has like honestly been such a treat like having you on sam is like such so much fun i'm sure our listeners are going to be laughing and they're going to be able to relate to a lot of what you said so which has been great. But my last question for you is, you know, how do you remain humble in such a like superficial industry? And like, even when success comes, how do you stay focused and not get caught up? I've seen a lot of unhumble people. And I mean, I, <laughs> I, I like it. Um, I've been on the end where I wasn't even dealing with that industry, but I've dealt with a lot of nasty people. And I told myself, I never really want to be that way. I don't really want to make people feel like they're beneath me. And I, I do have a lot to be humble about. Like, obviously, I'm going to have a, a chip on my shoulder, you know, coming right. in. But you know, for the most part, like, yeah, you know, just having the conversation with God, realizing that it's not just about me. Mm-hmm. Um, the brand is looking to be a part of change. The brand is looking to, you know, be able to provide something of significance. Yeah. You know, so like that humbles me as well too you know like it could disappear tomorrow Mm. um not 
you know, on that same wavelength yeah. with God and being true to myself. Like, who cares about the brand? That's true. That's so true. I think that's such a, an amazing thing that you said. And I think that, you know, you really are, you know, doing such a great thing. And I, and I hope and pray that, you know, whoever's listening as well, like this would inspire you, like whatever you're passionate about, whatever you're doing, you know, like Sam's journey and his story and everything he shared will also inspire you too. You know, like it's not going to be easy and you don't, you know, have to have all the answers, but like you said, like, you know, you have to just, that remaining humble, I think is key, right? Like you could be super talented, but if you have a nasty attitude, people remember that, you know, and people talk, you know, so that's one thing, but you may not be the most talented, but you, you work hard, you're humble, you're willing to learn, you know, and I think that that says a lot about people even wanting to support your brand and what you stand for, you know, so I think that's awesome. You know, Sam, I just want to thank you so much again for joining me today. It has honestly been so much fun. You were such a pioneer. And I know that God is going to continue to open up supernatural doors for you. But before we wrap up, please let our listeners know what other projects you're working on. Where can folks shop your collection and connect with you on? Yeah, I do have um, a collection coming out soon from uh, Gold Coast to East Coast. So it's going to give everybody a clear idea of clear visual representation of what I mean by friction between both worlds. Mm. Um, We do have events coming up as well too. So we're putting together an experience called Paradise 57 in Ghana, December 27th. So if you guys are thinking about traveling to the West side. Is that going to be like a fashion show or like another? No, it's just going to be an experience just to kind of get an idea of what it feels like to be in the world of Quincy Paul. I like that. Yeah, so we'll definitely be um, putting more details out really soon. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah, you know, I got some other collections, some smaller collections coming out. So you just got to stay on the lookout. Yes, we will. And where can people follow you at and all that good stuff? Yeah, I am Sam Boache. I'll spell that for you. <laughs> uh, I am Sam and then B as in boy, O-A-K-Y-E. And then you can follow Quasi Paul underscore official. Amazing. Wonderful. Once again, a big thanks to Sam for joining me today. To our listeners, thank you guys so much for tuning into today's episode. We hope you all enjoyed it. As always, make sure you all subscribe to JMS Speaks so you don't miss a beat. See you guys on the next episode. <laughs> Ciao.